Well, welcome to Symphony of Sound, where we're blending God's word into the very rhythm of your life. I am excited to share with you all this evening a phenomenal woman who I've known for many years, but she has a ministry and a gift and a calling and another gift, and can I say some more gifts that are just astounding. And I am honored to have her join us today doing the creative entrepreneur slash author slash gifted woman session of Symphony of Sound, LLC. So Beatrice, tell everyone hello and just begin by sharing with us who you are, where your passions lie, and what you know you've been called to do. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. And again, Linda, thank you so much for having me today. I really appreciate it. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Beatrice Bruno, and I am known in the speaking realm as the Drill Sergeant of Life. And that came about, I, I served in the United States Army for a period of 15 years. Thank you. And in you're welcome. In 2009, 10, and up to 2011, the Lord took me to New York to take care of my dad. I thought I was going to be there for about three to six months. And I was there for 13 and a half months. And during that time, God dealt with me on who I was and what I was supposed to be doing. Because when I got out of the army in 1992, of course, you know, you, you get out of the army, your life has changed so much and you really don't know what you're supposed to be doing. Well, I kind of knew, but I was kind of running from it because nobody ever really encouraged me in it. And I just didn't see myself as a motivational speaker or as a writer for that for that point. Mm -hmm. And in 2011, when I was coming back from New York, coming back to Denver from New York, as I stepped down off the Amtrak, which I took from New York City to Denver, Colorado, oh, the Lord said to me, Oh, it's absolutely gorgeous. It was absolutely gorgeous. It took about, uh, I want to say two days, but it was absolutely gorgeous. But mm -hmm. as I stepped off the train in Denver at the Union Station, I heard the voice of the Lord say to me, you are the drill sergeant of life. How and when he said that to me, <laughs> you're right. And when he said that to me, my back straightened up and it was like, the backbone slid down into my back from my neck down to my waist. And I felt different. Mm. And from that point, he started dealing with me. He, he put me around people that I otherwise would not have met. Um, the late Joe Saba was one of my mentors. And mm -hmm. Joe Saba, little 80-something-year-old Armenian. And um, he just spoke life into my life. And he got me out there in the speaking realm. And he said, you need to write a book. Mm. And I had previously written two books, which I didn't believe in. So they didn't go anywhere. And mm -hmm. they were um, Christian Bible based books. But then I had to write the drill sergeant of life's first book, which was how to get over yourself, get out of your own way and get what you want out of life. All right. And I wrote the book. It took me 45 days to write it. Mm -hmm. And then Joe said, days. okay, wait, wait, wait. 45. Uh, <laughs> you were called, you were on a mission. Hey, yes, ma'am. You got it done. Carry yes, on. Yes, ma'am. 45 days. 
And Joe said, okay, now you've got a book. He said, get out there and just speak. And the Rotary Club, the Lions Club, um, all these different organizations, the civic organizations, they contacted me. At first, when I first started, they called me the get over it gal because my main phrase was, you need to get over yourself and get out of your own way so you can get what you want out of life. Hence, mm-hmm. the get over it gal. And I would take my books out there and go speak and sold a ton of books. And then God said, okay, you need to write the next one. The next one for the drill sergeant of life was how to get over yourself and let go of the past. All right. And I wrote that book in 30 days. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, girl. And so I had two books to take out there with me. And that's how I built my speaking career, the drill sergeant of life. Because no matter where I went to in Denver, and then it started branching out to other places, other states, you know, mm-hmm. the drill sergeant of life or the get over it gal. And that's how I built it I, by speaking and, and having my books, you know, with me. And people would buy those books. I sold more, book, more books out there in the speaking realm than I did on, you know, online mm-hmm. because that's oh, what yeah. people wanted. People yeah. wanted that they want something to take home with them from mm-hmm. the speech because you give a powerful speech. And the people want to remember what you've said. And that's what the books um, were for. And so I just continued speaking. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I just said excellent. Go ahead. Amen. And so I just I I did a lot of speaking around the Denver Metro and other places. And my career took off. And of course, now that we've got COVID, you know, nobody's really going into places to speak, but Mm -hmm. um, there's still opportunities online, virtual conferences and what have you. And I do those all the time. And, you know, I I went on, then I wrote my first fiction novel, which is The Baby Chronicles, Where You Were Before You Were, because... I read that. (laughs) Excellent book. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. And that came from my years in the military. The story is about four females who later become soldiers. They meet in the army, but going behind the scenes of their creation process and going to where they were before they were so that we could see what happened before they were even born. And a lot of people get a kick out of that book because I go into the spiritual warfare aspect of the birthing of of children, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, I really I, I really love writing fiction. I do, because then I can put my best foot forward and, and just be as creative as I want to be. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's absolutely fun. It really Excellent. is. Excellent. Can you tell the listening audience how they can purchase your books? Absolutely. Go to www.drillsergeantoflife.com and you will find my books on there or Amazon. Um, when you go to Drill Sergeant of Life, you spell Sergeant S E R G E A N T, Drill Sergeant of Life.com. Can you say that one more time? www.drillsergeantoflife.com. Sergeant is spelled S E R G E A N T. I learned something once coming out of the military because I had never met a person whose last name was Sergeant. And I learned that the position as in sergeant in the army or sergeant in the police force is spelled S-E-R-G-E-A-N-T whereas a person's name is spelled S-A-R-G-E-N-T Child, you just screwed me too because I didn't pay attention to it. So, Well, I have a very good friend whose last name is sergeant. Amen. All right. 
Amen. All right. Okay, that's that is phenomenal. I really love your story and how you just you heard that word, you accepted mm-hmm. that word, and you acted on it. And that's something that I know a lot of people fail to do. They may hear a word, they may see a vision, they may even have this thing stirring around in their spirit, but they fail to act. But Amen. you didn't. And that opened up the door for countless of opportunities for you. So thank you so much for sharing that. Amen. Now, <clears throat> I would like to switch gears just a little bit, if I may, and I say uh-huh. not necessarily gears, but... Um, I remember the first time I heard you speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was years ago. And I think I told you that in a conversation that we had had previously. And um, it was an event that Sparkle Robinson had put on. And I forget the name, but I know it was the widow. Uh, yes. The widow, the harlot, and the, I can't the think of the last The harlot. Well, that's okay. Mm-hmm. You blew me away. Oh my. And I was like, who is this woman? And I remember asking uh, my friend Brenda Clark Dandridge, I said, do you know, do you? And she said, girl, that's Beatrice Bruno, the drill sergeant of life. And I was like, Mm. okay, I got to (laughs) find out who this drill sergeant is. And life went on. You know, it's like say, failing to act. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. And then he sort of brought us together through Sinise Dixon Publishing, which is now Dixon Publishing. Can, yes, can you share with us um, how that uh, relationship began and how you are working in Dixon Publishing with your skills, your married skills, mm. in addition to speaking? Amen. And that came about, I went to a women's prayer group at um, Dr. Sinise Dixon's house. I had um, met her through a, a mutual friend mm-hmm. and she had a prayer meeting and I went in there with um, what most people call my lieutenant. She went with me to this prayer meeting and we prayed and I mean, we just prayed heaven on down. We said, come on, God, you got to move in this place. And, and we started, um, we started not necessarily hanging out together, but we started a, a relationship with each other mm-hmm. and, and, you know, in ministry. And um, then she found out that I was uh, an English type person. I, I, I love English. I love the, the English word. I hate it when people use incorrect grammar, especially <laughs> in writing, because I am an editor as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and she, I heard her speak, and I, I she wanted me. Oh my god! It's okay about that. Hey, we recorded. I had read I some out crazy stuff, so just start oh, okay. Over. Yeah. Amen. And so I had read something that she had written, and I told her, I said, "Look, I said, let me help you with this English thing, because." When you go out to speak and she was it was coming up to the point where she was going to be um, promoted to ambassador Ah, okay. with the United Nations. Mm-hmm. 
And I said, I can't let you go out there and not speak correct English because people are watching you. Amen. And I started giving her English lessons. Thank you, Beatrice. Amen. Praise the Lord. And it it made a huge impact on her. And Mm -hmm. I'm one of those that, you know, whenever she writes something, I will go behind the scenes. I'll go into her private messages and say, that's not right. You need to correct that. (laughs) I've I've seen that. (laughs) (laughs) And we laugh about it, but you know, it's important that we be able to do things like that because I don't want her to look bad. Exactly. Yes. And she's representing me. Each other. Exactly. Our sisters succeed. We want, you know, ourselves to exceed. Um, yes. So I said exceed to succeed. So mm-hmm. um, I am so glad that you, number one, know how, because there's an art and skill in, yes. in teaching people and helping them to move yes. forward. Because sometimes you can do it bluntly and in a way that you offend people and they That's can't right. receive what it is that you have. But That's right. you have the gift and the ability to be able to talk, to move people along so that they Amen. understand that you are there as a support system to help them because you care about Amen. this. And then they're Amen. able to receive it and be able yes. to grow in it and from it. So uh, it's going to call me to thank you, Beatrice Lady, today because you <laughs> have just been phenomenal. So carry on with your story when you began to help her before uh, she was going for the ambassador. Amen. And and I really enjoyed doing that, helping her. And and of course, she wanted to refer me to other people and what have you. And, and sometimes it worked out and sometimes it didn't. But from that came the because the Lord had told her to start this publishing company. Mm-hmm. And she had been doing some things with the publishing company. And I said, well, I'll edit the books you know I'll edit if you want me to and she found out that I could really edit books to the point where I didn't back down from people Mm -hmm. I just said look this is wrong this is not the way this should be written and you need to change this and Mm -hmm. it helped because then when people read the books they were like this is really good Mm -hmm. and then she asked me to ghost write a book for her and it was the the breaking of the heart the making of an ambassador her personal story yes and I wrote her book for her. I ghost wrote her book. And one of her, I believe her classmates from Louisiana had read the book. And she called her and said, Sinise, girl, this book is excellent. You just, all oh, you wrote this book. And Sinise said, I didn't write it. My ghostwriter wrote it. She said, well, it sounds just like you. <laughs> excellent. And and that's one of the things as a ghostwriter, you must capture a person's voice in order for them to, you know, for them to get the accolades for it. Because my Mm -hmm. accolade is my paycheck. That's what my accolade is. There you go. You know, because Mm -hmm. I want that book to sound just like that person. And so God really dealt with me on refining my skills so that I could take a person's story and turn around and write a book for them so that it sounds like them. And Sinise mm-hmm. will tell you that when we go to Louisiana and we're riding along and, and somebody will ask a question, I'll answer the question. And she said, how do you know that? I said, I've paid attention. 
because I, I went with her to her hometown. I've yes. learned her family. I've talked with her family. I've learned mm -hmm. the area. Uh -huh. And that's part of my ghostwriting talent because now I know that area and I can sound just like you. That is and awesome. And so that's, that's our relationship. That's how we started and, and that's how we're going strong today. Amen. Amen. Wow. Amen. You are just full of stories and interactions with people, circumstances, and situations. And it, it, it makes me proud. It, it really does. Because you are living a life, okay, that Christ asks us all to really lead. You know, yes, we, we are to show ourselves worthy unto the Lord. We are to show ourselves worthy unto our neighbors, love thy mm -hmm. neighbor as thyself. You know, you're willing to, to work, to give of yourself, to, to share uh, your wealth of knowledge with others. And they in turn, you know, are people of integrity who bless you uh, with the gifts and talents. Don't just automatically expect everything that you do is for free. Um, Amen. Because you are a professional working in the field as a speaker and as an editor and as a ghost writer and yes, you are worthy of, of the hire you are worthy of what it is that a person calls you to do and so mm -hmm. that's that's just exciting to hear um about your ability to transform words and ideas that a person yeah. has and create this book, this novel, this manuscript that others can then read and then begin to understand someone else's story. Amen. So Amen. now, <clears throat> you just about answered most of the questions that I mm -hmm. had that I would ask someone who sort of hmm, might need a little gentle prodding, but mm -hmm. um, you just basically had God given gifts. You yes. were invited to learn from a mentor. You grabbed that opportunity. You took it. You weren't afraid because, first of all, you said you had heard a word from God. So mm -hmm. then you knew then that your steps were ordered. And so Amen. then you followed along, talking to the Lord, doing what he said do, going mm. along with your mentor, moving step by step, mm -hmm. learning precept upon precept and becoming this woman that you were born to be. Like you said, you had no idea that Amen. this was going to be your story. This was going to be your flow. Right. Ah, but God did. And real sergeant of life stamped on your brow. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You're right about that. And, and let me just say this to the listeners. I, I'm not going to say that I was willing all every step of the way, because in many steps, I was like, Lord, are you sure? Now, are you sure about this? OK, because I'm just not feeling this guy. <laughs> and we had conversations like that because Excellent. it was it was kind of scary. Because he's pulling me out of my comfort zone. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do that. I, I want to do this on here. Why, why do I have to go do that? You know, but he 
prodded me. He he poked me and said, come on, come on. Let me show you this person here. Let me bring you over to this person right here. Come meet these people over here. Mm-hmm. And as he did that, I gained confidence in him. I'm not going to say confidence in Beatrice because yeah. this was a bigger picture than Beatrice. This is this was all God because some of the places that I've spoken in and th- that people have really responded to me, I'm like, that's on, the, the only way that could happen was with God. That's just the only way, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and now to be able to receive invitations to private events because they want that that power that's inside of me to be at this place because I need to speak life into the people that are going to be at this particular event. See, and that's that comes because I had that relationship with God and God cultivated that relationship and then taught me how to cultivate that relationship with him so that I could hear his voice and be more willing to be obedient to the calling that he placed on my life. And that comes after spending that time with God. That does not come with, you know, without spending time with God. You got to spend time with God in order to get to that place right there. You really do. Thank you. Thank you so much for for sharing that, for being transparent. Because, yeah, people do need to understand that when God speaks to us, Mm -hmm. we do listen and and we do act. And some act sooner than others. Others require a little bit more conversation with the Lord. But the key Uh is you are in relationship with him. You need to ask to say, God, are you sure this don't feel Uh good? It don't taste right. I don't Uh know. But you're constantly talking to him and getting feedback and instruction to say, okay, okay, I hear you, Lord. I hear you, Lord. And so I just want to thank you for bringing that up so that our audience can understand just a little bit more about how this relationship thing goes with the Lord. He works through us and in us in varied ways. But the key is relationship, spending time with him, talking with him, reading his word, learning it, getting instruction so that you know his voice when you hear it and you understand that you need his guidance, his wisdom, and his direction in your life. Amen. Oh man, I, I am excited to see what he has next for you. Actually, for all of us, like you were saying, this this COVID thing sort of uh, <clears throat> caused some changes in most oh, yes. of these paradigms. Uh, mm-hmm. And so there are definitely some shifts that are being made right now. But mm-hmm. when we get to the point where we do have that freedom of movement, where we can once again begin to engage with one another. Mm-hmm. Man, oh man, the places, Absolutely. the places you will go. And you know Absolutely. what? Excuse me. I'm going to try to go to some of them, which. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Left behind. Amen. 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 That is awesome. So um, I'm going to leave our audience with some words of wisdom. So those words, of course, are going to come from you. Can you oh. please share some words of wisdom to uh, aspiring authors, um, entrepreneurs, people who have this, this dream, this goal set in mind, but have yet to act on it? Can you just give them some words of wisdom? You know, God has been dealing with me on King David here recently. Mm -hmm. And King David, um, he was rejected by his dad, when you think about it, because when Prophet Samuel came to his little village and told his dad, hey, I want to have dinner with you and, and your children, your sons, because I'm going to anoint one of your sons as the mm -hmm. king. And David was out in the field taking care of the sheep. Yep. And the prophet Samuel, he saw all the sons come through and said, OK, well, he's not it's not one of these. Do you have another son, Jesse? And he said, oh, yeah, it's David. He's out there with the sheep. And Samuel said, call him because we won't sit down until he comes. And when David got there, Samuel looked at him and said, yep, that's him right there. Well, think about it. He was anointed to be king on that day, but that didn't come into reality to manifestation for some years because yes. then David had to serve King Saul. Right. And in the time that he was serving King Saul, King Saul tried to kill him multiple times. Mm -hmm. So that when David ended up in the, 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 the cave of Adullam and he said, I don't even know what to do. God, you, you said I'm the king and, and here I am. And, and, and Saul is trying to kill me. I don't know what to do. Then they went a little bit further and, and the, the, um, the people stole his, his children and his wives and all their, their gear. But the Bible says that David had to encourage himself in the Lord. Amen. And so my word of encouragement to other writers, to people, if you haven't even started writing yet, sometimes you're going to have to encourage yourself in the Lord in order for the gift of writing to even come out of you. The gift of speaking, whatever gift that God has placed inside of you, sometimes you're going to have to encourage yourself just so that that gift will come out of you and you'll be able to move the way God has said for you to move in this season of your life. So don't give up. Remember, David went through a lot of stuff. He was almost killed by the king who took him on as his son. Yes. But then when David went through all that stuff, he finally came to a place in which he had to encourage himself. And if nobody else is there to encourage you, I encourage you today, encourage yourself. God wants to use you. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you Amen. so very, very much. You all, this has been Beatrice Bruno, the drill sergeant of life. Hallelujah. And I pray that you have received from this phenomenal woman her words of wisdom, that you've enjoyed the journey that she shared with you, and that in this and through this, you will learn, you will grow, and you will become encourage yourself amen Beatrice, one more time information on how the listeners can purchase your books please www.drillsergeantoflife.com and sergeant is spelled s-e-r-g-e-a-n-t 
Thank you so much, Ms. Linda, for having me on today. It has been my pleasure. You be blessed, and I look forward to talking with you soon. Amen. God bless you. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye.